Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Ball Boys. We are the tennis podcast hosted by two turkeys and one wishbone. Today is Thanksgiving, and yeah, it's a little bit of a weird world right now. So we're spreading some thanks and some gratitude, and we're here for your oral pleasure during the holidays. And maybe this is the right time for you to come out to your family and tell them you are a ball boy, or maybe just ball curious. As always, I'm here with the giblets to my gravy, Billy Hansen. Hey, Billy. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Paul. It's so exciting to be recording on Thanksgiving. There's all sorts of aromas, you know, moving through my <laughs> condo. Um, last minute, desperate attempts at, at finishing stuffing and apple crisps. So your there last could minute be... stuffing is one of my favorite things. <laughs> I actually drove by uh, which where was it? I think it was Schmidt's maybe. You know that new gay bar Schmidt's in WeHo. I and don't know Schmidt's. Their theme tonight is get stuffed. Oh, as, as it should be. Yeah. Um, Just yeah, for tonight. I, only for tonight. So <laughs> I'm just I'm warning you that there is some hectic last minute cooking going on in my condo. So if you hear oh. some blenders, some KitchenAid listeners, it is what it is. Baby. How much Maybe. we care. We want to get an episode out. I mean, let's be honest. You're ordering in from Cracker Barrel, but I mean, sure. You're cooking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got it. To be clear, I am not cooking because I don't want to uh, kill yes. everyone in attendance at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I beautiful. can I can barely uh like eggs are tough for me. Like scrambled eggs is like my like if I can if I, I do that successfully, that's a huge win for me yeah but there are other people in my orbit who are cooking oh that's good that's good yeah i mean i've so as a, as a sort of recent west coast transplant still i'm still learning like the cultures around here mm -hmm. and this week i've been bombarded by people talking about how much they hate cranberry sauce mm. and i i'm like like i feel like it's not really thanksgiving dinner without cranberry sauce like i want to put that in the middle of everything, like, oh, it's got to be, it's going to be touching the potatoes, touching the turkey, touching the stuffing. It's like, it's the glue. I mean, Paul, you're always fighting off a UTI of some kind. So no wonder you, <laughs> maybe might. that's I'm, why, <laughs> maybe that's why I will say I am neutral at best with cranberry sauce. I definitely could survive a Thanksgiving really? without it now, but do you only have canned or have you had like homemade? Oh, you're looking at me like, like girl. I mean, come on. What do you? Everything's homemade around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Except my laughter. My laughter's canned. That, oh, oh, that was good. You like you like I, like, I like that. My laughter's crammed. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. My stance on on all Thanksgiving food is at best neutral. I might even have to say I'm not super crazy about turkey because mm. I you know I wonder about turkeys, but when I think about what we eat. We tend to eat female organisms. Organisms. Like organisms. animals. Animals. <laughs> yeah. All the plants I eat, women. All all of the micro <laughs> all of the microbes in my microbiome in my are, are it's female. ladies' night, ladies' night on my scalp. I mean, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I, I do have a little dandruff at the moment, so I need to figure that out. I think I'm gonna do some apple cider. Your uh, hair is looking shampoo. 
good. Hmm. Like there's like this little like pilgrim cosplay you're doing. It's got like, a little bit of a wave to it. Yeah. Like, and just like you've got like the collared shirt. Like you look like you're just like straight off the Mayflower. <laughs> um that's what you're going for, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um <laughs> but again, chickens, we eat hens. Mm-hmm. All femicide. Cows, we eat cows, you know, we don't eat bulls. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm concerned about the the rampant femicide in our culture, and I might have to go vegan as a result. Wait, you're kind of blowing my mind. Like, wait, we only eat yeah, we don't eat we don't eat cocks, we don't <sighs> eat bulls. Right. I need to check are are the turkeys, I'm gonna Google it right now. Are the turkeys we eat female? <laughs> are they women? Um oh huh. Oh, that's interesting. So turkeys are the exception, Paul. Oh, yeah. Who knew? Uh, so maybe I can get on board with with turkeys now, specifically. Approximately fifty seven percent of federally inspected harvested turkeys are toms, meaning male. Well, about forty three percent are hens, female. Hmm. Who knew? A female are... turkey is called a hen. Yeah, that's confusing. So, like a chicken and a turkey, like they're all a bunch of hens. That's lazy. Think, that's lazy marketing. It, true, but I think that applies to a lot of female birds. Yeah. So <laughs> lazy. But like a tom turkey, a rooster, like like the men get different names. I'm just saying this whole like the sexism. We've uncovered a lot of sexism this year with the WTA and the ATP. Yeah, it's it's rampant. It's now in the entire animal kingdom. Should we pivot and not talk about the ATP finals for this episode? Should we talk about the WTA finals some more instead? Absolutely. Well, and they just had a really important um, 125 level uh, tournament in Brazil, which I think I thought that's the main thing we were going to talk about today was that, uh, you know, uh, Diana Schneider. Oh, I do. Well, uh, I do I'm like her. About, yeah, I like her uh, headscarf. I like um, her cosplay. Like, speaking of like, it's like babushka tennis. It's for real. Yeah. Um, we could talk about the, the Billie Jean King Cup, which no top players attended yeah sad but we're not going to no um, what are you <laughs> what are you grateful for paul i mean i'm so honestly i'm very grateful for this podcast and for you um this is our Same. this is Same. our 17th episode so we are we are at you know we are nc17 so we can now watch movies that have boobs in them i think um <laughs> And you know it's an, it's. An I think full age. frontal. I think we can watch full frontal stuff. We can Should watch. We what's be? that show on Netflix? Sex, sex slash life. We can even watch that now. Or what was that one that you showed me on HBO? It was um date like naked dating or whatever. Oh yeah, I forget what we that's can called. Certainly watch that. Although yeah. I couldn't watch more than one episode of that because talk about femicide. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that whole yikes. Um. No, but I'm very grateful. You know, I'm going to do a, a quick shout out. Um, I'm grateful for one of the new friends of the pod. Um, not new friend, but um, but friend of the pod, Blake Drummond. Uh, he mm. came out and visited and he was like, you know, I really want to play one of the ball boys. And so we went and we played and it was a, I mean, if you think Thanksgiving is a bloodbath, like this was, <laughs> this was a, Beat, he puts the drubbing in Drummond. Like he beat me to a pulp. It he drummond was, you. He drummond me. That and, sounds kind of hot, know, actually. I'm kind of yeah. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it honestly. wasn't not hot. Like every now and then, I like to get 
sort of Drummond. Drummond. <laughs> and 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 Blake, you Drummond me. And because Blake, okay. call me next time you're out. Okay, I want to get yeah. Drummond. Yeah, just as a reminder, you know, I was in Group One B in the event that we were at with Ace the Moon. Billy was yeah. in Group One A. So I think you know you might you might have you might put up a little fight against Mr. Blake, but I just want to mention. Yeah. So we've talked about rating inflation on this show, mm. um, where people uh, kind of inflate like their their USTA rating, like oh I'm a four point five or I'm a five, and it's like. Oh, you mean you played in college? No, they've like played for a year. Right. Blake does the it's opposite. Rampant. It's rampant. Blake does the exact opposite. And I think that it was oh. it was underhanded. Like he psyched me out by being like, oh, I'm like maybe a four. So I was like, oh, you're a four. That means you're actually a three. Right. Oh, this will be easy. I'm just going to like have like five cappuccinos and like show up and be like, whatever. I don't need to stretch. Yeah. It's like it's like if you meet someone on Grinder, you know how everyone's like, "Oh, I'm eight inches," but like they're actually six. It's like meeting <laughs> someone on Grinder who's like, "I'm four inches," and they're like twelve. Like you can't do that. Like the the mindset, the preparation, like <laughs> the, the diet the day of. I mean, all of that changes based yeah. on your actual rating. So if you're deflating your rating, I'm not thankful for that. Are you encountering a lot of guys on Grinder who say that they're four inches but are in fact twelve? Is that something you're experiencing? It, it you know, it, it again in West Hollywood, absolutely. It's just left and right. All these people are so modest about their their offerings. They're right. They're, uh, what is it called? Horn of plenty. Horn of plenty. What's the thing in the middle of a of a Thanksgiving table? Oh, that sounds rightish. A cornucopia. Yeah cornucopia they're all they're all being modest about their cornucopia and their anacornucopia yeah <laughs> um but yeah no billy you I, I i want you to play him next and and i'm gonna watch that and i'm gonna enjoy that can you please umpire in a way that is distracting and upsetting for him I mean, specifically yeah well, oh, oh honey you and like me. call him on, give him some hindrance calls, give him some dubious line calls, right? Like, oh, if he falls. grunts at all, if he makes a single noise, be like hindrance. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Oh good. no, just just walking onto the court. Game I have penalty. some ideas. I'm gonna slice and dice him to tears. Mm. Could he handle your slice? You you have such a good slice, Un- honey. He blew me off the court. It was disgusting. So you you finished playing and then you went off the court and then he blew you? Yeah, he blew me off the co- <laughs> off court, not on court. That would be vulgar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But just right right to the side as yeah. yeah. <laughs> as the other next players are are entering, you know, they just are like, "Oh, you know." You know, a well-oiled some, machine. There are some gays doing what the gays do, I guess. It's what we do. Well, should yeah. we move on to our yes. um, our our lobsbians for sure. You know, the things that have made us just a little bit gayer uh, since the last episode, because honestly, there's just a lobsbian everywhere I look. And my lobsbian was Petra Kvitova's recent jewelry post. Mm. So she was she had a paid partnership um, on Instagram and she was it was a it's a carousel of maybe like eight photos. And these photos it is straight up America's next top model. Like she she watched seasons cycles one through eight and learned everything from Tyra. And it was like she was like voguing. I mean, it was full on hand choreography, giving everything. 
And oh. I was like, wow, she's really showing like her hands are still there. There because no, no severed, no severed fingers anymore. Yeah. No, um, not anymore. Well, are are you? Sh- I I saw that photo shoot. I saw that post, and I'm not sure Tyra would have. She might have been, and the person going home is. She she might have only had two photos in front of her. Yeah, like, and, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> the person leaving us tonight it's is Petra Kvitova. Oh, yeah. I mean, she afraid, is so. she is stunning. Like I would, I could see her on top model. Yeah. Let's. We're gonna post on our Instagram. Everybody, follow us if you haven't already. We know how many listeners we have, and we know how many followers we have, and yeah. we have a lot more listeners than followers. So follow millions us. of listeners. Yes. Um. Our it's Please. at tbb like the ball boys tbb pod official get on it right now yeah do not follow that unofficial account <laughs> we are not affiliated don't, with don't follow any of those unofficial ball boys accounts mm-hmm. <laughs> well my lobs being um first of all it's just been fun because this time of year is like the brief off season granted the Men are still playing Davis Cup somehow, but uh, so many players are frolicking, taking vacations, enjoying life. So it's been fun to see, like, you know, there was the Necker Cup happening, which is on Necker Island, which is owned by Richard Branson. And like Jensen Brooksby was there and Mike Bryan and Jeannie Bouchard and David Nalbandian, all the people we'd expect. All the people at the center of tennis today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. And they were just like living a luxurious life, eating sushi off of like literally a boat was floating around the pool. That was a sushi tray, a sushi tray boat. And they were just plucking sushi off the boat. Does that appeal to you? That does not appeal to me. Like it it just the luxury of it kind of appeals to me. I'm not sure. And I bet it's good sushi. I bet Branson serves good sushi. I would I would pluck a few pieces. I would pluck a few pieces. I mean, I'm curious about it, but there's there's something about it like floating around, like water splashes on it with chlorine. I'm just I don't know. It's not for me. It's not for me. But it is a spectacle. I agree. And then I want to go. We should go to Necker Cup sometime. Like, well, I I I looked it up. It's only a hundred thousand dollars a couple. So I feel like that's downright. Are we a couple? A steal. Are you making? Are we going? Is this a hard launch? Are we a hundred thousand public couple? Yes. Tommy oh, wow. is not going to be happy about that. Well, speaking of, um, I saw a post from Tommy in Las Vegas. He and Sloan Stevens. Ha! Huh, I got to mention it. They, they. <laughs> no, I did. They are. They were in Las Vegas for some formula one racing event i don't know that that doesn't sound very exciting to me but again i'd go if i got the vip treatment but i I do have something to say brace yourself hold on to your your nethers and your armrests because um which are the same thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they are look at those armrests he has between his legs (laughs) um Paul, Tommy Paul, aka Paul Paul, your husband, was making out with what mm. someone who looked like a blonde woman. And so I just I'm just gonna tell you because you should know. I don't think people should be hiding this stuff from you. No, I I mean, okay, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate like so this was like this is like a friendship test. It's like, okay, do people tell you when you need to know stuff? Yeah. And so I'm not I'm not that upset though, because that was me in that wig. 
because we just we want to go a little incognito and like you know we're fame we're like a public couple and so the person who's a little more famous gets in the wig and so tommy paul was just like in his like he shaved but then i was like i gotta put on my blonde wig so we can walk around las vegas without getting hounded so it's okay it's okay thank you though thank you okay you're you're welcome my lobsbian though was jj wolf's post jj wolf who loves wearing a big cross definitely is very religious but somehow also seems to gay bait with the best of them i mean in my opinion that mullet was a that was a bait it is a bait it's a it's a 100 endless endless bait every gay Um, guy at my gym has a mullet now so yeah yeah and uh jj wolf um sorry my cat's trying to get out of my where i record my recording studio oh Look, that's one pussy too many in that recording studio. So was that Petra or was that um, Rafa? That was my cat Rafa named after, you guessed it, Rafael Nadal. And Petra, you guessed it, model, jewelry model, Petra <laughs> Jewelry model of the stars. But J.J. Wolf, he did a full-on broke back mountain photo shoot um he was in not wyoming i think he was in montana but he had the hat he had the boots he had the tight jeans and damn we'll we'll post that on our instagram as well because those jeans just those jeans lobs being major genie bouchard i mean it was interesting because the jeans were kind of like a light pale blue like a light denim but Mm -hmm. then in between his cheeks, they were like darker, like <laughs> wet, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So that photo shoot, like he was, wor- he was like doing manual labor. So like you work up a sweat, and s- sweat happens in three places on the male body, and one of them, two of them, are the butt cheeks. <laughs> so, but that photo, the first photo, what's the third one? Um, uh, just above the butt cheeks. So <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all science. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he, that first photo, like of just him in the Jeep in those tight, tight jeans and his legs could, I don't know if they, I mean, it's not quite a Novak Djokovic split, but it's pretty damn close. Like he was man spreading. Like that looked like 180 degrees to me. That looked like, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. It was, I mean, (laughs) I, I, I agree. I love that. I love that log scene. Well, merci. Nice call. Um, shall we get into some of the tennis while we're here? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, the ATP it. finals, the, the Nito ATP finals. Uh, what do you think? Thoughts? I mean, I, I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, shocker. Lots to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. Should we give people just a little background for anyone who's not familiar with, with the ATP finals? <laughs> just like you're getting that blowjob in the background as people are playing tennis. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, just, it's just background noise at this point. And, you know, hopefully at, at this point of people's Thanksgiving dinners, they're nice and sauced. Since so the, many families have us on for Thanksgiving dinner. We bring like, families together. They're sitting around the table yeah. and just laughing at the ball boys, loving it. You know, it's that they, they don't have to have those awkward conversations no. about, you know, we can have the awkward conversations for them. Well, and the true fans are the ones who actually timed their meal and their menu to this episode. They're like, oh, they're talking about the finals now. Okay, here's the main course. Yeah. 
And here's, by the, the, time, here's the Tom. We're serving the Tom. Yeah. Tom, right Tommy Paul. Oh, um, that's what I'm having for my Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. But anyway, it's the year end championships it takes place in Turin, Italy for the top eight players of the year by ranking. Um, it first took place in 1970 and it really is a premier event for the guys huge payday. So if you win this and you go undefeated, you get 4.8 million smackaroos. That mm. is that is the biggest payday of the year. That's um, four trips to Necker, ne- Necker Island. That is exactly we could we could go to Necker Island almost for the rest of our lives as a couple. Oh, I'm a I'm immortal as we as we know. Yeah. I, I hope you are too because what am I going to do? This, I mean, you are not you getting pass, rid of me that easily. Once you leave us, okay. Good. Once I've passed some gas, but yeah, I mean, just for comparison, the U.S. Open champion gets three million. So it's like right. that's a huge, huge payday. It's a different format of a tournament. So people start. It's it's there's two groups of round robin play. So four in each group, and the top two players from each group, they they then go into the semis and then the final elimination. Um, yeah. But I just got to say, I really hope that Sabalenka's team hid all of her devices. They turned off her cable. They just made her read for the week because if she saw those ATP finals <laughs> compared to the WTA finals, it was... She might note some, know some differences. Just, <laughs> it's like... You know, it's like that um that, that, that bar game where it's like two photos. It's like, find the five differences. It's like, oh... Well, at the ATP finals, they had a DJ who would play live between every changeover, who would be like lit up. The stadium itself was stunning. The like yes. pyrotechnics. And yeah, it was they, just like the they had all the tech. Yeah. All the tech and the vibe. People were so into it. It was it was well attended, unlike the WTA final. And mm. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it was indoors. It, it was indoors, so there was no. no there weather. was a consistent bounce on the court. I mean, it, some... it was not a brand new court. Yeah, yeah. And so... courts are not like new cars. Like you don't want that new court smell. Like you want a court that is is settled. So yeah, yeah. Maybe freshly painted, but not not yeah not actually constructed in the day <laughs> hours before you're supposed to play your match. Still drying. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. I honestly, I think the ball boys need to go. We're going to go to Necker Island. I mean, we've got a lot of travel coming up in 2024. Yeah, we're going to Hong Kong. We're going to Necker Cup. Yeah. And we're going to uh, Turin. Yeah. And maybe I mean, Australia. I love look, it. I mean, Australia is coming up. We're, we are going to announce something about Australia sometime soon. It might just be that it's so, the country. Well, now, everyone, buckle up, because we had a surprise winner. Oh. I mean, <laughs> Novak, the tournament was overall exciting, but yeah. the semis and finals were wah, wah, because mm-hmm. Novak beat first Alcaraz in a semifinal. It was pretty straightforward. It was, yeah. in fact, very straightforward. And then his in the final against Sinner, who'd been lighting up the tournament all week, was very much a rout. And Yes, Novak played well, but I don't do you think those boys showed up with their best? Honestly, I look, it's no surprise how I feel about Novak. 
And this was also his seventh time winning. So he's break, broken another Roger Federer record. So yeah. Roger had six. So this is his seventh time winning. I honestly think records wise, I actually think he might break every record. And I think that might be his goal is like, I don't want there to be any record that I have not broken. And I actually think that might be achievable. And then he can be like, who's the goat? Yeah. Oh, why? Because I have that record and I have that record and I have he that record. Every have record. That. Yeah. Although honestly, he has not won the Olympics yet in any, he hasn't oh. even meddled. And that's, that's the one thing that Federer and Nadal have over him. It's the only thing left. And so, you know, yeah. it's coming up Paris 2024. Yeah, cut to 2024 Paris, him holding that gold medal. There you I, go. I, I, I actually think that he has an Olympics curse. I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm going to say that now. And my predictions, spot on. Right. Because you thought Iga Sviantek was going to get absolutely crushed in the WTA finals. Yeah, Nailed it. Yeah. Although I have to say one thing. So the final, I agree. The final really kind of blew with him yeah. and Sinner. And, you know, what's frustrating is if Sinner had just let Holger Rune win in the round robin, then Holger Rune would have gone through the semis and Novak would have been knocked out. If Sinner had let, let Holger Rune beat him. Yeah. Exactly. So he he would have had to have taken one on the chin with just saying, I've already beaten Novak in the round robin. Do I have to play him twice in the same tournament and beat Novak? Novak Djokovic, who's twice. has every record in the goddamn book, beat him twice? Maybe yeah. not. But yeah. I think Sinner is thinks he's such a like ethical good guy that, you know, he was gonna do his best in every match. Um and that's what that's what we hope for in the name of sport, but in the name of beating Novak, no, he really. He, Again, he could have gone uh, gone up against Runa, and been trying, but trying in a way that was sort of unexpected. Like some, maybe he some a lot of serve and volleys, a lot of drop shots, a lot of <laughs> you know lobs that hit the jumbotron, right? Like just try out new things. Yeah. Oh no, I yeah, like he he could have made every shot a tweener. Or yeah. like only done underhanded serves and like tried, but like yeah. he's like, no, 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 I really need to work on this. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But he didn't. And yeah, the final, there was this moment uh, in the first set of the final where I was like, I started to have a moment of, of appreciation for Novak where I was just like, holy crap, this guy can do it. And then he showed his two colors again where he was serving. He was up a break serving for, it was like five, three. And Sinner hit a ball out that wasn't even like that close. It wasn't a really good point. And Novak just lit out this yell like, yeah. And it was just, and like, that's what I don't like about him. He punches down. It's like, you're already beating this kid and you're just going to be a dick about it now. Like, you know. Do you know what I found to be really bizarre? Is that every player other than Sinner seemed to get really upset that Sinner had all this crowd support. And it's like, have you never played in a country where oh, there's a player fr from that country who gets a lot of support? Like they acted yeah. like all offended by it. I mean, yeah. the uh, year end was held in London. You think Andy Murray didn't get a lot of extra support? Um, yeah. Well, he's Scottish. So it was just whole... funny how bitter they were about it. And they acted like it was, you know, yeah. un this sort of this new phenomenon. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 this and is. I have to say as far as crowds go, like they were not like the French crowd. Like they were, they were very polite. They didn't like make noise. They didn't, do, I mean, they didn't get disruptive, but yeah, they cheered for their hometown guy. Cause like, 
they haven't really had a top Italian player for, you know, they've had some top tenors, but. They got a little disruptive, but nothing out of the ordinary for uh, an enthusiastic home crowd. And uh, then, you know, multiple players decided to then provoke the crowd and then they got even more disruptive. Of course they would. If you're like saying, if you're conducting them and you're like, remember Novak was conducting the crowd at one point he was conducting the booze like oh i love this sound he was the conductor like bring bring more of it it was so bizarre yeah no novak needs to work on his like crowd work like that's that's a record he will never get of like not only crowd support but also just crowd interaction authenticity like the way he he had to ask people to cheer for him he you're right he conducted them when they were booing or he would just like antagonize them and that's why it's just like look that can't be the goat i i don't know a a, a goat in history of sport that is so unliked you know he's the villain so well it's a new record he's trying to break oh you know, ooh. least least likable goat ooh. of all time yeah. <laughs> that that I will give to him right now. He doesn't. He does not need to try anymore. Congrats, um, Novak. Yeah, congrats. But yeah, you're right. Like the semis. Yeah, the semi with Alcaraz was not great. I mean, look, I got a question for you. Like, is Alcaraz slumping, or is he is he having a disappointing 2023? No, 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 no. We have to remember how many players have a big breakthrough. You know, I could give you a list, but I won't. No. Um, <laughs> But so many players win a slam and then slump big time, right? They don't win a second slam ever, or they don't win a second slam, certainly the year after. Alcaraz has remained in the top two all year. He won Wimbledon. He, mm-hmm. I think he Thank should be God very proud of how, because now he's expected to win every match he plays, right? And so um, he, he has backed that up. Yeah, it wasn't a dream year. He didn't win three slams, but, you know, yeah. Novak won his first slam in, 2008 i believe and then didn't win another slam till 2011 so um alcaraz winning another slam uh his you know second big year on tour i think is absolutely a win yeah yeah i i hear you i just feel maybe he's tired like this back half of the of the season but i mean he's even said he's a little tired but the way he lost to zverev in the round robin was not great and he put up barely i mean that was like that was like you saying no at the eagle when when he played no back it was like oh no like it was just like okay like a, like, a no means a no means yes basically he got he got he got drummond um by yeah. by Djokovic and that there was no there was no drama in that semi and like have you heard of consent to non-consent is that what he was doing <laughs> i'm just saying it's, there is a thing you can you can consent yeah. to non-consent i think we've actually talked about that on this show before it's it's i'm getting deja vu i'm getting deja vu but hmm. um, I'm, I'm shocked I'm, i can't believe i would bring that up multiple times i you know well i i love our cnc uh, yeah music oh, factory yeah, yeah. just that so you know a- paul for the rest of eternity <laughs> i consent to non-consent just yeah. telling you now it's it's on record well, there fun we fact, my first concert was CNC Music Factory. And, you know, Consent Non-Consent is also called CNC. <laughs> so, you know, um, everybody I... dance now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom, so boom, good. Boom. That's a good one. A good um, one. Can't imagine a whole concert 
love them, but was it good? Like, did they have other good tracks? <laughs> well, it was actually, like all it their was, tracks sounded exactly the same, right? It was like one of those thing. like, um, uh, like uh, a group tour. So like Belle Biv DeVoe, um, Lisa Stansfield. Like it was like a whole. <laughs> it was like it was Lisa like a radio Stansfield jingle. In. Yeah. Okay. Around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I still listen to that. That song is on my most most listened to. That was great. Uh, yeah, it so. just grows on you with time, with yeah. age. Yeah. Let's talk about the the round and any round robin highlights. I mean, those that's where yeah. there were some good matches, right? Yeah, I was so pumped at the beginning of this tournament because you didn't, you really didn't know. Like there were three people in each group that had a chance to get out, and that's what's so cutthroat about it. It's like only two survive. So in the group with Medvedev and Alcaraz was also Zverev and Rublev. And look, Zverev, I will just say this now. I would not want to run into him in in a tennis draw, in a dark alley. Uh, you know, like there's, it's really hard to beat him. He prefers to do the beating. I, I, as, as I, have, a, I have a real tough time. And that's an understatement with Zverev. Yeah. And it's not just his hair. It's it's his whole energy. It's the domestic it, abuse. It's the domestic. It's the beatings. It's like <laughs> you know, I was making some puns there, but yeah, he he has now paid a fine of how much? Like four hundred thousand. Over four hundred thousand pounds or euros, euros to to a one of his multiple accusers, yeah. and um, it's 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 bizarre how I actually think the ATP could easily survive and and maybe even get some good press by yeah. really um condemning what Zverev has done and and having a, a truly um thorough review of these yeah. accusations and it's it's kind of alarming that they, instead they're choosing to just push it under the rug and during his, his matches just talk about how great it is that he came back from injury you know how he his oh. hair looks so great it doesn't <laughs> it looked it better doesn't. there than it Not did sure. in, at the u.s open because that humidity does not do him any favors <laughs> up there like no honey but yeah you're comparing yeah. bad to worse yeah yeah it's weird barbie to fucked up barbie but yeah no he like it's true like it's it is weird that the ATP is just kind of burying their head in the sand about this whole thing and like yeah he's he's very problematic and but I I'm worried that 2024 is going to be a really good year for him because he is back into form and he really took it he overpowered Alcaraz just like he does yeah, with his which partners. match was it where both players were just really choking I think it was Zverev versus Medvedev and um. Like choking each at, other at the end of a at the like end choking. of a tiebreak, because <laughs> they're you know abusive. Yeah, Zverev only <laughs> chokes women. That's true. Um, That's true. Medvedev but is not. yeah, like like they were like shanking their serves and just missing easy easy shots. I I do I do wonder if Zverev I actually don't think he's the mentally toughest out there. So I question this is true to come through in a slam final. This is but true. Well, we, that that final that he played against team in 2020, choke, oh, another choke fest. Choke fest. Yeah, I, I agree. But just he, I'm impressed with his gameplay, and that's all I'm going to say because everything else about him, not a fan, not a fan. On the flip side, though, I just want to talk about Rublev real quick because that's a person who I am a fan of in many ways, except his gameplay, and he. 
I, I feel so bad for him because he wants it so bad. He's like, you know, he's like oh. that girl who really wants to be a, a supermodel and just doesn't quite have it, but will do anything, you know, to go back to the It's not Benz. fair to Petra Kvitova. I I think she's a supermodel. Petra is a super yeah, yeah. And he he wishes he was modeling that jewelry. Like he's probably gonna do a post where he bought the jewelry <laughs> himself and it's not sponsored and he's just gonna frame his face, but oh I just can't get behind his outbursts. Talk about outbursts. I mean, this was the most egregious one I have witnessed. It was, who was he playing? Um, He was playing Alcaraz. Alcaraz? Yeah, yeah. 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 And he got so upset that he smashed his own knee with his racket in rapid succession six times, drew blood, not just like a trickle, but it was like full on seeping Mm -hmm. down his uh, calf. And- I can't get behind that because I just think that's it's concerning, even though he's hurting himself and not others. I, I, yeah. What's, what's next? How do you take it further than that? No, I I mean, he is going to actually injure himself. And I think it's something that he really needs to work through because it's, it's happening so much. And like, I'm sorry, he doesn't have it. So he's only going to continue getting disappointed. Like, He's just, he's not going to be Miss America. He's not going to be Miss USA because he's Russian, but also because he's just not the prettiest girl and he's not going to make it. And yeah, but like, I'm glad you bring it up though, because there's a lot of outbursts that happened. I mean, the outbursts are infectious. It's like, now it's just the norm for players to just smash rackets, to scream at the crowd, to hit themselves it's med it's medvedev it's getting out of control yeah medvedev when he was when he was losing his semifinal where he just tanked the third set against sinner he got so frustrated that he like whipped his racket against the wall and that is the last way that you want to throw a like whip it meaning throw it like he easily could have like if he'd thrown it a foot higher, it would have hit the audience. It would have hit spectators or you never know how it's going to bounce. It's going to bounce up and hit somebody. You know, we watched that Andy, they all need to watch that Andy Roddick video where Andy was like, this is how you throw a racket. You slam it down flat, right? You do not whip it. You do not throw it away from you because like that, I can't believe he did not get a, he didn't even get a warning. He should have been penalized for that. If, if, the umpires actually called out all of this outrageous, rageful yeah. behavior. Yeah, everyone would be defaulted. It, it's 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 really gotten out of control. So we'd Did, have no tournament. That's so this is after, true. Yeah, after Medvedev hurled that racket into the wall, then he beckoned someone from the audience down. It was like, "Come on down!" Like not in like a seductive way. Not yeah. like, "Come on down!" And like, "Let's kiss. like a Price is like, Right kind of way." Yeah. <laughs> Come on down. You're the next. No, no, no. not in that way fight. either. Yeah. yeah. Literally like come down and like, show me what you're made of kind of. Yeah. And it's like, what is again? Like, where are you? know, cause we're, we're missing the leadership at the top, you know, yeah. just like, you know, some countries cause Novak had his own outburst against rune where he lost the second set against rune. And I, I'm also really happy that rune Although he only won one match through a default of Tsitsipas retiring after two games, he played well and he's he had a good end of the season. But Novak loses that second set 
and he walks over to his chair during the changeover and there are two rackets just leaning against it and he just stomps on them and completely destroys them and it's like that's it's just such a bitch move like he's just it, it's like you lost a set you've got to stop yeah i feel like before their behavior like this was kind of there were some outliers who behaved like this right like curios or you know now again we've mentioned now four players who had major tantrums mm-hmm. at least three right novak medvedev uh, and rublev medvedev and rublev and then zverev well, zverev is just an abuser so yeah a walk he's a walking outburst he's a walking right? violation yeah and um that hair All right, so we've talked a lot about the outbursts and the outrageous behavior at the WTA finals. And honestly, <laughs> at, the, at the ATP finals. Did I say ATP or WTA? You said WTA. Well, you know what? I'm still not over it. But also, well, but, well, but uh, no, I wonder, like, what if we saw that behavior from the women? Exactly. I can't imagine, like, hurling rackets, breaking rackets, smashing your own knee, drawing blood, asking a fan to come out and fight you like well that i would love that would to be see. fun i would <laughs> love sabalenka i would love to see sabalenka oh, like be like any really? and all of them yeah <laughs> but uh, and you know ostapenko wants to do that at some point but <laughs> absolutely but, no you're right like if, if if the women were smashing their rackets the way the men do like there would be there would be it would a be real he- front page headline news. It would not yeah. just be sports front page. It would be front page, front page. They like, would be like, okay, we're, we're canceling. Yeah, women, we're canceling women. <laughs> women are over. We can only yeah. eat them at Thanksgiving. Like, it's just, you know, like the, it would be ridiculous. But the men are allowed to be these little bitches. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the, sorry, the outfits at the ATP finals that we just saw, you know, there were some things that kind of jumped out that Mm. again, kind of point to like, it's just a weird grumbly bumbly time at the ATP. Like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of characters, individual characters. And I don't mean that necessarily favorably in every. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there, there's a lot of different characters out there. And I think, um, yeah, like that. So just the, the intro look alone. So it used to be for as long as I can remember, which is not that long at my age, <laughs> but they wore suits. You know, they just right. look classic, elegant, really stylish. Yeah. Or they started to get a little more casual, which is great. I'm I'm buying, I'm no fuddy duddy, if you will. No, oh, no, no, but, no. You can uh, let you know, loose. You know, how I like some loose. funny business, but it was just so, you know, sure. But have an idea, have some cohesion. But this time, everyone came out wearing whatever the heck they they packed. Yeah. Do you like, think there was any theme or suggestion? Because it was all over the place. If there, if there, I would actually love it if there was, and it was so complex and sophisticated <laughs> that like only like like Anna Wintour understood and no one else. Or maybe the theme was express yourself. M- maybe you know? for like Madonna's tour, it was yeah, express yourself. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, girls. ATP do you believe in that? Been doing a. A lot of coordinating with uh, Madonna's tour. Have you noticed? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Huge. There's a lot of, yeah. But like Sitsipas came out in like a poncho. Like he looked like Ugly Betty on her first day <laughs> at Mode. I mean, 
And then Letterman's jackets for Djokovic and Alcaraz. And that like... might have been coordinated, right? Novak had a blue one. Alcaraz had a red one. But their greens yeah. weren't those colors. I mean, sorry, their groups weren't those colors. The groups weren't those colors. And also, right. like, the like the teams, like, they definitely played, like, in different leagues. Like, it was just... And then, you know, Zverev was off on the side just looking like he went to Zara right before this and, you know, had to get some blood stains out. Like, it was just... <laughs> okay. it, it was just a terrible look. And, yeah. you know... I mean, I think there was only like one highlight and I don't I don't even want to admit it, but like you have a highlight. I do have a highlight and it was almost a lobsbian, but it wasn't quite a lobsbian for me. So Novak walked out for his to get his trophy for being number one yet again at the end end of the year. Another record, another record for Novak. Um, And uh, his Lacoste outfit, it was a like pine greenish polo. And a khaki green trouser, which is kind of like a lime green, but not quite that extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, it fit him so well. I was immediately on the website, like Googling that outfit. Um, he looked good. You know, he fills out clothes. He's he could but, he I think Tyra would think he had maybe what it t- takes to be America's next time model. What do you think? Absolutely not. No, no even with no. his flexibility, he could do all sorts of stunts sure. on the runway stunts on the runway. He was dressed like a fucking key lime pie like that. You know, like, OK, I'll admit it. Like, fine. It looked it it looked it, he, he's looked worse. And and yes, his ass is getting bigger. So like that big old dumper looks good oh, in yeah. pants. Yeah. But like, I just I, I agree with it not being a lobsbian because it's Novak. He's just not hot. Novak's dumper or J.J. Wolf's dumper looks better in pants. What do you think? Oh, a thousand percent. Well, I don't like JJ in any pants, but uh, <laughs> JJ for sure in those jeans. That Oof. was, yeah, that was them apple had, bottom like, jeans. Oof. Basically, could have been a still from a, a gay porno. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, and then there, we had, of course, the wigs. We have to talk about the wigs, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. everyone was sporting these red wigs. Um, <laughs> whether they were watching a center match or a Rublev match, they wore the same wig. Because both Sinner and Rublev are redheads, correct, Paul? I, 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 I'm, I'm biting my tongue and mm-hmm. it's turning red because yeah. I, I do not believe that Andre Rublev is a redhead, not even a little bit. He's, he is an oh, auburn-haired brunette and it is insane to me. And I think people just wore the wig because they're like, oh, it's close enough and it's long like his. But no, he's not a redhead. I'm looking up the definition of auburn for you. Because I think it might literally be red. No. See. no, 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 no. Because no. I'm, I'm a, from a the... reddish brown color. Reddish brown color. Yes, I am from the Anne of Green Gables. Brownish school. red. A reddish brown. Brownish red? It's reddish brown. It's absolutely reddish brown. And yes, there's there's some copper in there. It's a really elegant yes. kind of uh, nuanced color that he has up there. But it is not. I mean, Yannick Sinner is a classic ginger. I think so is Rublev and listeners. We're going to take a poll on Instagram and we're going to ask you, is Rublev a true ginger? And the answer is going to be yes. I and if you say yes, you will be blocked from our Instagram. <laughs> I've had it. This is ridiculous. Next, you're going to say that Julia Roberts is not a redhead and we're not even going to go there. Well, I, I will let you know that I looked it up and she is not a natural redhead. Oh, please. Her hair naturally is, a, she we'll says like know. a dirty blondish. Oh. Okay. We'll never know. I'm just quoting. I'm, I'm quoting her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't know. 
she has a um, lot of motivation to lie. You're right with like like about her hair color and its origins. Oh it was her. Yeah. It was her look. I mean, come on. I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah, but yeah, no, those red wigs were were cute, and like a lot of people in the crowd were just wearing fluorescent things, like those like red fluorescent shirts, red fluorescent wigs. I was waiting for someone to have some like red fluorescent pubes. Mm. They didn't go that far because they're not as vulgar as me. But I think next year when we go, that's how it will support. The, the the gingers because you know how do you feel about red pubes honestly um again there's a lot of nuance like red is so just like it, it's mostly inaccurate because like no one's actually a redhead let's it's say sinner like sinner red sinner red oh uh, uh, yes in in okay. in what about rublev red are you out um oh I, I rublev rublev is a no for me but not because of the color why are all his pubes braided? What's wrong with his pubes? They're just they're they're just like always crying. They're always like hitting themselves. It's just it's <laughs> it's just a violent groin. It's unruly. It's unruly for it's, sure. It, well, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, we saw you know we saw Novak take the tournament pretty decisively, right? And sure. everyone's waiting for the supposed new big three to come through and take the throne. Right. The big three being Sinner, Alcaraz, and Runa. Obviously, Alcaraz has already won two slams. Sinner seems to really be coming into his own. Runa, mm. uh, we'll see. TBD. Mm-hmm. So, do you think we are dealing with the next big three or are we dealing with the Willow three? The Willow three? Um, oh, like uh, like Willow Pill from Drag Race? Yeah. You're not a big pill. You're a Widow Pill. Yeah. Um, what do you I think, think it's. I think it's I think that we as a culture, a tennis culture, are really quick to jump on to ideas and try and create narratives. Like just the mm. way people were like, oh my God, Coco Goff is the next Serena. Boo, 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 boo. It's like, girls, give her a minute. Like also, that's just a problematic statement for extremely problematic. Reasons. But like w- people just look for parallels. And I mm. think that they did that with, you know, this quote unquote new big three. But I don't think that it's it's I don't think that we can say it yet. I don't think that it's it's shaking out. I think Rune really has a lot to prove in 2024. I think they could be. I think they absolutely could be. I don't think we're ever going to see another big three. Yeah. Like the three, three that we had. Three guys in the same era winning over 20 slams. That's no. what Runa and Center and Alcaraz are going to be. I don't, I don't think it's, I, I think Shelton might have something to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, that sort of forgotten generation, like, Zverev and Medvedev and Sissipas might have something to say. I don't. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, Medvedev has been having a, I, I would say, tough end of year. By his standards, he has not won a big tournament. He's lost to a, a lot of players who sometimes he beats. Right, like he's lost to Sinner multiple times for the, including I mean, for the first time. Yeah, Sinner has it. Sinner has beat him three times in a row now in the last two months. Yeah. And he he had never beaten him before, so like yeah, it's absolutely the tides have turned from mm-hmm. against Medi, and um, yeah, I I so I'm a big Medvedev believer. I'm a big fan. I love his game. I love the way he moves on the court, and even his shenanigans, I love. They, they seem less hostile and less like yeah. like I'm less scared of him. They're they're a little more endearing. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just because yeah. it maybe because like he could get blown over by a strong breeze. <laughs> like he's just so tall and lanky. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? Like if that person came down that Medvedev was saying, "Hey, come down and fight me," like Medvedev would have gotten his would have retreated or or retreated and just you know. And it was probably like an eight-year-old girl he was pointing at. Like, it's like, it's just, it's not, he's not like a tough, he's like a cartoon. But yeah. his game is really fun. To, I love watching his game because. I love those slappy flat strokes and that exactly. kind of unorthodox swing. And yeah. just the way he's like 18 feet behind the baseline, even though he has the build of someone who could be incredibly aggressive. But yeah. He's a, a tall player who's really plays a ton of defense. And with great speed, like he 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 rarely gets past. You know he he gets to most balls. Like he's really he's I'd a great go, athlete. I go so far as to say he's a bit of a lanky bottom. His style because he's doing a lot of retrieving, a lot of responding. You know, I think a lot I of think reacting. Just, I think we just honed in on why you don't like him. I like him. Bottom on bottom crime. It's it's real, and. <laughs> is it? No, you're, you're not a bottom um no but he is you're right he's a lanky bottom and lanky bottoms are not well embraced by the community from which they originate so you know in the gay world a lanky bottom i don't even know what they do what do we you should do? do another we should do another poll on insta lanky bottoms yay or nay <laughs> right that's the whole that's the whole poll <laughs> yeah Yes, sir. and if you say nay, like it's just like okay, they they have to they have to become tops or sides. They become sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, yeah. And so I guess the question though is is like is Medvedev has he peaked and is he becoming kind of like an also ran? I mean, and he's I think almost twenty eight, which yeah. is not old but not young. So it's a little old for me. I don't care for it. No. No. What do you think? Do you think we're dealing with a my best friend's Medi type situation? <laughs> um, like, like as in bit... like he's he's a bridesmaid. Yeah. I mean, it's turning into is it. Is he like, the Julia Roberts? You mentioned her earlier. Is... He is the he is America's sweetheart with a smile that lights up the room. Um, especially when he's um didn't she, giving did everyone she the have finger. a mole? Did she have a mole too, Julia? No, that's more of a Cindy Crawford. Okay. Yeah. I know where you're going and we're not going to go there. His <laughs> wife is beautiful. Oh, no, I was talking about him. Oh. I think he has some, mm. again, some facial blemishes. Beauty which marks. Make him, yeah. They're not make blemishes. Him, they're beauty marks. Yeah. And honestly, everyone. Only make him more attractive. Every exactly. We love a unique. Well, it'd be hard to be less attractive. Oh, um, no, I think he's very hot. Um, and you know he's packing. But the question is, is he, has he peaked? He's almost 28. He is he is still up there. And I think he's going to be in the mix for at least two more years. He might win another. But I would say the odds are he's not going to win another Grand Slam. Yay or nay? A lanky bottom who's packing. <laughs> is that a, another poll or is that replacing? The poll? <laughs> it's, an, it's another poll. Okay, okay. We've got a lot of programming and a lot of tabulation to do. Absolutely. This is going to be scientific, and we're going to give everyone um, the data so that we can create a better world. Um, okay, I think that's enough on the Nitto WTA finals. Just kidding. The ATP finals. I know it's the men's, the men'sies. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to wrap up with a quick game. You know, we love to play a game here. And it's our game. 
So we are playing. So last time we played MASH in order to help the WTA figure out a better format for their finals. And um, it was we so remembered fun. remembered how much we loved MASH. Yeah. Love MASH. So nostalgic. MASH. I literally played this all the time. I was, I was, I found out that I was going to be married to Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell through this method. Did you also find out you're going to be married to what's Screech. his name? Screech. <laughs> yes. And Mr. Belding. And you're just like, was... this mash is wrong. Yeah. Oh, this mash. Yeah. We've and been so playing this every time, day since we played last time. You know, I'm I'm nothing if not um I like to I like to smash. And so, oh, maybe we call this smash just because yeah. it's like oh, because like an overhead smash. Yeah, and, and like I like smash. to smash, you know, because it's like, hey, that's Sexy. that's like Sexy doing times. it. Yeah. Um, as the kids say. Um, but okay. Smush so, is smushing the same thing. Can you also smush? I don't. I feel like one is like past tense. Smush, smash. I. You know what? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes only because it's Thanksgiving. Smush okay. potatoes are my favorite. Oh. But back to mash. This time the question is, how the hell are we gonna take down Novak Djokovic in 2024? Oh. And so. We've got four categories. We've okay. got several options per category. And okay. we're going to use our mash board to eliminate things until we come to the one way. And so we've to got a who. Who okay. is going to take down Novak? Okay. We've got a where. So what's the what's the setting for this? We've mm. got a how. So what's like the the way that they're going to take them down? And then we've yeah. got a, what is Novak doing when that's happening? Because he's always doing some something untoward, if you will. He's expressing himself. He's expressing himself, <laughs> which I am a big fan of, except for when it comes to him. Yeah. So, um, so Billy, to start off, okay, you're going to tell me when to stop drawing a circle. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right. Three. Okay. So, I'm going to count through at three at a time and we're going to eliminate things. So, okay. All right. And, and you can keep the, the viewers or I guess the listeners, Entertain. they should be viewing us. We're both wearing um, sleeveless looks, sleeveless gowns. We are. And we, um, we change into our nighttime looks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get, I get and heated when it's time to play mash. We've realized that Paul has no tan lines, everybody. None. None. I was at How? the beach. How do you make that happen? I, you know, it's, between me and God. All right. So the first one, so the first one that is eliminated is the who. So who okay. will not be his main rivals of Nadal, Federer, Murray, and Vavrinka ganging up on him. Okay. It's not happening. One, two, three. Okay. Well, it didn't it didn't it didn't happen, you know, in reality. So I just don't think it's gonna happen. They're not wow. they haven't taken him down yet. Yeah. Wow. This is this is true. Look. He took them Ma all down. Mash reveals the truth. I think that's the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where it will not take place in his hyperbaric coffin. <laughs> Sorry. What Very about Michael Jackson's hyperbaric <laughs> coffin? That's I think that's still like with the police. Okay. Um, how will not be getting the crowd to cheer for him way too much. And he doesn't know how to be loved. That's not oh. how we're going to take him down. Yeah, I wonder if when he finally announces his retirement, like people might actually cheer him like in that way that they cheered Serena, you know, in yeah. a final US Open. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's not going to get cheered for until he consistently starts losing and is in like the top 20. Like then people are like, oh, for old time's sake. But that's 
that's neither here nor nor queer. And finally, what he's not doing is he's not painting on that micro technology Iron Man thing that he had on his chest for Wimbledon. Okay. Family. That's not happening. Okay. Okay. Do you think he was scolded about that? Do you think it was like, I don't know if this is within the rules. And he was like, okay, I won't wear it anymore. I think like the sharper image finally like accepted his return policy. Like it was just like that that thing was so that was like next to the mood rings and like the crystals. Like that was just bullshit. But, you know, who am I to say? All right. Next. It is not going to happen at the 2024 Olympics. That is not where he'll be taken down. I, we already, I'd already told you he's winning those. So yeah, this is true. This is Done. true. So where it is taking place. So we have a place. Okay. And that is the deportation office in <laughs> Australia. So this is where it's happening. Y'all. Okay. That worries me though. Is there going to be another p- pandemic? It's worth it. If it gets rid of Novak. Wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Yikes. Because uh, I feel like the world might take you seriously right now. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have a lot of power. Okay. The next thing that is eliminated is what is Novak doing? He is not taking a vaccine has been eliminated. So okay. what he is doing is he is lightly hitting that lineswoman in the throat with the ball. <laughs> That's happening again in the deportation office in Australia. Oh, is she now a deportation officer? She is. <gasps> yes. She is. She is processing him and he because the lines accident. people are out lines people are becoming obsolete so they have you to find new, new work yeah. yeah so deport i feel like she'd be a great deportation officer but oh, he'd be absolutely. he'd be triggered well and she'd still basically be saying out <laughs> <laughs> out of this country yeah um <laughs> out yeah <laughs> okay it is not going to be a um t-shirt gun malfunction so the way oh, you mean he, how to take him down, how to take him down is he's going to be fed more calcine bars to make that ass so big that he can't play. <laughs> okay. Okay. In so deportation, deportation office. office in Australia, lines while woman. he's hitting that lines woman, he's got his, that ass is too juicy and he can't play anymore. Now he's going to gonna be able to home. take a flight out of Australia or is he stuck in Australia? <laughs> because because his ass too There's big. Weight to that that ass is too juicy. He can't, and that's why he's never played. He he can only play in Australia, just like Margaret Court did. <laughs> Good day. And amazingly enough, it is done by Margaret Court. Margaret Court in Australia deportation office lineswoman kind is, of collabing with Margaret Court. Well, no. So, so Novak is distracted, just like, you know, accidentally hitting this woman lightly in the throat again. Right. And Margaret Court comes in the deportation office and probably like switches out Novak's regular bars with calcine bars. <laughs> and then that ass is so big, he can't leave Australia and he falls out of the top 10. Could this happen as soon as, as January? Is this, is this, this Australian open swing? This is well, this is the prediction for how to take him down in 2024. And this is that's wow. when Australia is. So hey, something something's happening. And maybe, you know, we'll see. But I think that that story makes a lot of sense. It does. It tracks. Yeah. It tracks. Yeah. Not and one we'll be able to track hole, that. Not one hole in the story. Not one whatsoever. Hole. <laughs> yeah. If it's a story about us, there's two holes. Um or like okay. 27. But uh, so that's our game. 
Fun and times. We will see in January what if, if that happens. But this is not the last that you are hearing of us in 2023, folks. We're not leaving you like that. Even though everyone else has left the tour, just like the Eagle, we refuse to leave when everyone else does. And so we've got one more episode coming up uh, this season. And it's going to be kind of a year-end, look back, look forward, look in, look out. But also... Mm. In honor of our 18th episode, Ooh. it is time for the Barely Legal Tournament, which is happening next week, the Next, next Gen? Gen Cup. Yeah. And, you know, it matters. Like, that was where we first saw Rublev hurting himself. It's where we first saw Sinner. Sinner got mm -hmm. a wild card to it just three years ago and then won it. And it's actually a pretty big deal for identifying that next big twink. Did Alcaraz win it, too? What? No. Um, I other, think he maybe Sissipas. No, think maybe actually, Sissipas no, Alcaraz was in it, but I think he like lost to Nakashima. We'll, you know, we'll get all the data and all, okay. all the. We will. We will have the twinks lined up uh, in a pecking order, and we will talk through all the twinks. And we're also going to talk about the twinks on the women's tour. Twinks are everywhere, so we're going to talk about all that in the next episode. Do, we, do twinks get like a little segment, like a little twink segment? Uh, about as much as a lanky bottom. We th they got a lot of airtime. All right. All right. And they're so going to get two polls. Uh, <laughs> well, so is that twunk. All right. Well, that's our show, folks. Um, really fun time. Billy, as always, I am so grateful for you. I love you to death. And um, back at you. I'm grateful for you and your lack of tan lines. Thank you. And Sloan Stevens. Yes. 